Hello, welcome in to the NRL Supercoach Therapy Podcast. I am your host, The Therapist. Great to have you here. Round three, here we go. Can't wait. Some really good matchups uh, this round. Lots of uh, lots of good games, a few derbies, um, some uh, undefeated teams playing each other. We've got the Panthers and the Knights. Who would have thought that? Uh, classic uh, matchup, Roosters and uh, the Bunnies on Friday night. Uh, weather in play as well. So... Um, that could affect uh, NRL results and certainly affect Supercoach results um, or point scoring. Anyway, so lots to get through. Um, I'll go through uh, my tips for the week, uh, some punting plays, see if we can make some money. Uh, got uh, got a question from um, or some, uh, a listener who's after a little bit of advice. I'll talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, let's get to the matchups, and here we go tonight. Dragons at the Sharks down at Wollongong. Um, Dragons usually play pretty good down there. And it's interesting, normally this local derby game will be played either at Cogra or at Shark Park. This one's down in Wollongong. Um, I don't know if that's going to... That's probably going to benefit the Sharks more than it will um, the Dragons. I think the Sharks are a better team. Um, and I'm picking the Sharks to win tonight. They looked really good last week against a strong Parramatta side. Uh, to be fair, the Dragons look pretty good as well, uh, playing against the Premiers, and um, you could almost say they're a little unlucky. Mind you, the, mind you, Penrith did have Fisher Harris go off and Tottenham go off, so you know that's a lot of their go forward that went missing there, and the Panthers were strong enough to hold on. Uh, Nathan Cleary named in the twenty-four. Uh, let's see whether he um, whether he makes the seventeen or not. I'd, I'd be surprised. I mean, they're two and zero. You know, if they drop a game here, it's not that big a deal. I don't think they need to risk. I think they need to wait till Cleary is absolutely cherry ripe to go. And I mean, if it's if it's now, it's now, and you play him, and it's happy days for Penrith and um, something to look out for for Supercoach as well because he's someone that you want to have in your team. He's definitely the best halfback in the comp and the best halfback in Supercoach, and um, he's priced at what about nine hundred fifty thousand, so he's pretty expensive. I think he's a little different to um, your fullbacks and your other attacking players who are possibly overpriced to start this year based on how the games have been going. And certainly nothing like what we had last year. I think Cleary's a little different. Um, he's probably he's probably slightly overvalued, but he might come back in and just click right from the start. He's setting up tries. He's scoring tries. Kicks into the end goal. Do it, just doing all that stuff and just accumulating points. And he he can have a quietish game and still rack up a 70-75. And you see it all the time in the comments. You know, the unicorn points for Cleary, where'd they come from? He gets them every week. He's doing things there. He's doing, you know, so I think he's a guy after a couple of weeks, people are going to go, you know what, I'll, I'll fork out for him because I actually don't think he's going to lose a lot of money, if at all. He will have high break even. I wouldn't be surprised if he if he uh, can reach that and he doesn't even lose any money and then people are going to be scrambling and trying to figure out how they can get uh, Cleary into their side. And I think he, after a couple of weeks, and you, you compare between him and Turbo, the two really, really expensive players, Cleary is probably going to be the better option and Turbo owners um, might think about that and might be selling this week based on let's just go with Cleary in a couple of weeks or even next week or even this week if he's named. Who knows? Um, so some big calls to be made there. 
Uh, and yeah, if Cleary's playing, that would be great because he's, you know, he's rock solid and he's one of my favorite players to watch. Uh, back to Dragons and Sharks. Sorry, I, I, um, I was a bit all over the show there. Uh, I really like the way the Sharks played. I think Nico Hines is a great option. He's very, very popular to bring in this week. Uh, he scored 100 points last week with a, um, he set up a try. He he missed a few. He only kicked one. He kicked the one that mattered. Uh, but he missed a few, but he, he does plenty of tackling. He does plenty of the little things, quite kind of similar to what Cleary does in a way. Um, he's not like your, um, maybe your Sam Walker or Mitch Moses kind of fullback where, sorry, halfback where, um, unless there's obviously attacking stats, like try assists and line break assists, the points don't come. He, he seems to accumulate them quite well, and he's going to be a very, very popular pick. The fact he can you can slot him in at fullback as well as halfback makes him a really good option if you do want to bring him in. I'm, I'm guessing most people, maybe turbo owners who are going to sell, might bring him into fullback. Um, either way, you can slot him back and forth between those two positions, and it, it could become a really crucial duel factor if you need to trade a fullback out or trade a halfback out and you can slot him up and down um could be a really good option for you there uh other sharks i mean i'll be interested to see how cam mckinnis goes uh, in his second game he played limited minutes last week and i think he'll play more minutes this week and build himself in playing against his old side uh he'll want to have a good performance and he's a player to look out for in a couple of weeks because his price will will plummet and he'll be a juicy pickup um you know, for 400 and something grand in a few weeks' time. And, um, yeah, he'll be a very, very popular pick um, come, say, round five, round six, I would have thought. Uh, no Andrew McCulloch for the Dragons. Moses Inbuy slots in there. Is he an 80-minute hooker? I don't think so. Uh, George Burgess um, with the off-field controversy there. He was named originally in the 24 uh, and has since been taken out of that squad. Um, which is probably for the best. Uh, Ikevalu comes onto the wing for uh, Molotano. Molotano, who had a head knock uh, last week. Um, and Teague Wilton is out suspended after um, after his game against Parramatta. Uh, so Talakai comes on to the edge there. So the Sharks uh, bench does look a little bit different. It was very forward-centric in the first two rounds. This round, they've got Tolman and they've got Fafita. Uh, McInnes comes on is on the bench again and Trindle so they've got a little bit more versatility on their bench this time around and I really like the look of their side and I think they will um I think they'll touch up well not touch up but I think they'll beat uh I think they'll beat the Dragons tonight the Dragons I mean Sloan he scored a try only got 26 points last week so that's a concern Lomax looks really really good and that combination with Ravalawa is something to look out for um Teletai Amone had a good score last week we'll see if that can continue See if Jack Burke can um, can bounce back. He had a pretty quiet week, super coach wise. So yeah, that'll be a good game to watch. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the early game on Friday. Oh, sorry, my score. Let's go. Or oh, let's go Sharks. Let's go Sharks twenty, Dragons fourteen. Uh, early game on Friday. Uh, the winless Tigers against the winless Warriors at Campbelltown. Be really interesting to see this game. Um, the Tigers. Played well for about 60 minutes against the Storm and then were pretty terrible last weekend against the Knights. Uh, and they have lost probably their best player so far in Jackson Hastings for three weeks for suspension. Um, they've also uh, lost uh, to Alangi. He had a head knock and uh, with the quick turnaround and the protocols, uh, he wasn't named. Uh, they do get back James Tamo 
Uh, Luke Garner comes in for Tuolangi, and Jacob Little comes in to hooker. Um, Bags against the wall for the Tigers. They've been in the news this week after that insipid performance uh, against the Warriors team who, you know, always fly under the radar in Australia, and their performances haven't been that bad. They haven't been great, don't get me wrong, but they haven't been that bad. They only just lost to the Titans, and they played... They played pretty well, I thought, against the Dragons in week one and just lost that. And then the Dragons the next week come out and almost beat the Premiers. So the form guide's not that bad for the Warriors. Uh, a concern is the fact that they're onto their third halves combo in, in as many weeks uh, now that uh, Ash Taylor is uh, injured. So now Nikarima gets a reprieve and he's going to play in the halves with uh, Harris Tavita. So, I mean, geez, here we, you know... What can we expect there? I mean, that's that's a concern. So their halves are a concern. Um, the rest of their backs are a concern. Reese Walsh excluded. He was he looked really good last week in his first game back, and I think he'll I think he'll flourish this year. Uh, I, I don't have any issues with their forwards. Uh, hopefully, Fanua Blake is hundred percent. He did hurt his hand, and he was holding his hand at the end of the game. I see he wasn't even shaking hands uh, while he was holding his hand and kind of shaking with the left hand there um, after the game with the opponents. Slight concern there, perhaps. You think Matt Lodge is going to do a little better than 20 minutes in a chunder this week? We'll see how that goes. Uh, Aiken and um, Katoa and Curran. Nothing wrong with that four-pack at all. It's a far stronger four-pack than the Tigers, I feel. The Tigers really only have that threat with Luciano Leilua. That's really all they've got there. Uh, The rest of their pack, there's nothing to be concerned about. And I think if the weather plays its part... uh, It'll suit the Warriors down to the ground, and I think they can grind out a win here. I'm going to take the Warriors in Campbelltown. Um, I'm going to take the Warriors 18 points to 16 points. Close game there. I think the Tigers will play better. I mean, they have to play better. I think the Warriors are just a slightly better team, even though there are concerns in the halves. Um, next game, big one, Rabbitohs, Roosters. Uh, old, school, old school foes going at it again. Uh, really looking forward to this. I, I actually think the Rabbitohs are going to really step up this week. They showed signs against the Storm in the last 20 minutes there, and if passes, if passes stuck, even if half the passes stuck, they would have beaten the Storm. And um, you know they blundered, they blundered so many opportunities there. Um, lots of teams had dropped ball. I do expect the I do expect uh, the Bunnies to play much better. I think Cam Murray. I'm assuming he's named to start. You would think he is going to. He was the best player on the field last week. And if he continues that form, uh, he is he's in line to be one of the top five players in the league, backs or forwards. He's an extraordinary player. Um, I'm really looking forward to this game. For for the Bunnies, Latrell, another game under his belt. He'll be he'll be better for it. Hopefully the emotions don't get too much. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. We saw last year the Roosters got overhyped when they were playing the Bunnies. And it was to their detriment, and they got they got pumped both times. And I think this this time round they'll be much more low key. Just play the game. Don't worry about all that outside stuff because it doesn't suit the Roosters to be amped that high. And uh, I think you'll see a different approach. They've dropped uh, Angus Garden, uh, Angus Gardner, Angus um, Crichton to the bench, uh, which is uh, a bit of a surprise. I mean, he wasn't playing fantastically, but I, I don't know if he deserved to be dropped. To be fair, Nat Butcher was playing really well last week, had a great game, and he's been given a call-up. So good luck to him, and, and good on Robo for keeping everyone on their toes and saying, hey, you need to perform. We've got a strong enough squad here that if you're not performing, the, the next bloke the next bloke with a bigger number is going to come in. 
take your spot and take your jersey. And that's what's happened here with Butcher and uh, with Crichton. That's a concern for Crichton owners. You'd have to think uh, you'd be a little bit nervous there. I mean, I think you'll still play decent minutes. I think you'll still play at least 55 to 60 minutes. Um, do they put him into the middle rotation? Or does he come on and butcher slot into the middle, kind of like what Jai Arrow's been doing? That'll be interesting to see. For the Bunnies, uh, Paulo is back at, is out on that right edge and Milner's in the left centre um, after the switch they made, which turned things around last week against the Storm. Uh, I was actually a little surprised Jackson Paulo got named. I reckon he's this might be his last chance. If he doesn't have a good game on Friday night, uh, that might be the end for him uh, for a little while anyway. Um, I do like the look of the bench for the Roosters. Uh, Hutchison's a good, solid player. I like that Connor Watson's been named to start, and I think he should start because I think it's going to be quite physical and he can probably handle that a bit better than Hutchison. Baker's a good up-and-coming forward. You've got Warrior Hargraves and then, of course, Angus Crichton, as I mentioned. Um, and the Bunnies bench, host is serviceable. Havili's strong in the middle there, and you've got Burgess and Knight comes back, which is good to see for Knight. Otherwise, the pack is pretty settled there. Let's see what Cody Walker can do. I'm actually expecting a big game from Cody Walker, and I wouldn't be surprised to see Alex Johnson dot down for a try either in that game. I think Cody Walker will have a big game. Lachlan Elias, a uh, bit of a disappointment. Um, I guess you can't really expect too much. He's bottom dollar. He's a rookie. Uh, his team has been struggling a little bit, and they do have a tough draw in this uh, opening opening few rounds here for, for the Bunnies. But, geez. If I could, I would have traded him. Uh, unfortunately, uh, with Harry Grant going down with COVID, uh, that scuppered my plans. Um, so Ilias does get a reprieve. But, I mean, I don't know. With, I mean, the fact he's dual kind of helps. But otherwise, he's not making money for you. He's not really doing much super coach wise um, So don't don't be afraid to flick him on. I mean, I know you're not going to make any money out of flicking him on. But he's not going to make money for you anyway. Not in the short term. So that's something to think about. Uh, the start of Super Saturday, Panthers Knights at Carrington Park in Bathurst. Cleary, as I said, named on the bench. Uh, sorry, well, named in the squad. Fisher Harris does have a bit of a shoulder issue. We'll have to wait and see if he does. He's his name, but let's just see if he actually plays. Um, for the Knights, looks like Ponga is back. Daniel Saifidi is back as well. And Barnett will go to the second row and Fitzgibbon is out, which is a bit of a shame because Fitzgibbon was looking really good uh, early on this year. Running really, really, really well. Um, very interesting to see uh, Taylor May gets a start for the Panthers, um, replacing Tall. Really interesting to see how he goes. All the all the talkers that he's uh, he's a real worker. He's got a tackle bust in him, and he'll be it'll be interesting to see how he goes. You could even bring him in. I think he's got that spot locked up unless he has a real shocker, and um, you know you could possibly bring him in early. He's two hundred fifty grand, and he's a good. He's a good super coach option uh, if you need to downgrade downgrade someone. I know a lot of people want to get rid of a Stags or somebody like that. Um, so he's not a bad option there. Maybe he's worth a look if you just want to play it safe. Uh, let's see how Clifford goes for the Knights. He's been a popular buy. Uh, I'm going to keep my powder dry there. I don't know about the Knights. I think they've got some tough games coming up. They did play well against the Roosters in round one, and then they played a pretty poor Tigers team in round two. So just hold off on there. The same with the likes of Gagai. Great start to the year. Just hold off, see how they go. Kikau, very popular buy-in option this week. Low BE, 287 scores in a row. Looks really strong, looks really good. 
He's affordable. I think he's 515. Very affordable. He's worth a look for sure. Spencer Linu, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go near just because um, Matt Eisenhuth. Obviously, clearly doesn't see him as a starting prop. He sees him sees him at the moment. His impact is coming off the bench, and Eisenhuth is more suited to starting. If Fisher Harris is just one week, I don't think it's worth, or even two weeks. I just don't think it's worth Spencer Linu. He's always going to be in the seventeen. His minutes is just a big, big question. So I would be steering clear there. Um, looking forward to this game, and I will go. I will go Panthers. 22, Knights 10. Yeah, and sorry, I didn't pick the game before. Close game, I'll go Roosters 20, Bunnies 18. Picking lots of close games this weekend. Second game on Super Saturday, Storm versus Eels. Lots of issues for the Storm. Uh, Harry Grant was named, and a couple of minutes later, oh, by the way, he's got COVID, so he's gone. And his uh, replacement at dummy half, uh, Wishart, is also uh, he's a close contact, so he's gone as well. Brandon Smith's been training there. He broke his hand two weeks ago. Is he going to be able to play? It'd be very interesting to see if he does. I believe they've flown a couple of guys down from Queensland. Um, uh, Smoothie, one of the hookers there who does have some NRL experience, and there's another bloke that's come down. Interesting to see what they do there. Um, if Smith's not fit, if he's 60%, 70%, I wouldn't do it. Hook is such a demanding position. Just put Smoothie in there and just see how he goes. You can use um, Nick Arima might come into the 17 and he might have to um, spell him for 20 minutes, 25 minutes. I think they just need to do that. They still have Hughes. They still have Munster. They still have Pappenhausen. They've got a really strong team. I'm looking forward to this game. Should be a really, really good game. Uh, for the Eels, uh, Nathan Brown being named at 13 instead of Oregon Kafusi. Wiramu Greg comes onto the bench. I'm really looking forward to this game. The Eels did beat them twice last year, um, so they've got no they've got no issues going down to Melbourne and winning. And I'm expecting a really close game. I, I can't go past the Storm. I think they would have got a rocket after last week's performance. They they snuck away with the win. They really should have won that game comfortably, and they didn't. So I, re- I reckon they would have got a rocket this week. And I think they will look after Parramatta or maybe 24 points to. 24-16. Let's go 24-16 um, in that one. And the nightcap, we have the Titans heading down to Canberra to play uh, the Raiders. Oh, excuse me. And this game's going to be very interesting. Um, the Raiders were poor uh, last week. They really were uh, against the Cowboys. And now they're back home against the Titans, who did enough to beat the Warriors. Uh, they weren't convincing, to be fair. I'm actually picking the Titans to beat the Raiders. Uh, I just the Raiders, you know, with a new halfback, played a game, then got COVID, and he's back. Um, no Hodson, even though you know Hodson had basically only played 15 minutes all season. But yeah, I'm just not convinced on the Raiders. Normally, it's a game where I would pick the Raiders, but I'm going to go with the Titans here. They've got to get Fafita more involved. I wouldn't uh, begrudge anyone who's selling Fafita. Um, he is priced very, very high, and I think there's better value elsewhere. But you know what? You're going to sell him. It's kind of like the turbo thing. You sell the bloke because you're disappointed in him, and, and you can, there's more options by selling him. You can buy this guy, buy that guy, downgrade here, upgrade there. And then he comes out and he smacks a 120 or 130 in your face. And you think, oh, that's the reason I bought him in the first place. Bloody hell, what am I doing? 
and yeah, I'm a little scared he is going to do that. He can't keep this this lack of involvement up. It's ridiculous. And you've got to think that the Titans are going to get him more involved one way or the other. I mean, both by their half and their fullback giving him more, more ball and by him going in and searching for more ball. It's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous the way he hangs out there on that right edge. Um, and yeah, more involvement. And I think you'll get that this week. I'm looking forward to watching this game. And oh, it's a late game. I may not watch it. We'll see how we go. Uh, so yeah, Schneider is back for uh, for the Raiders, and um, well, oh Matt Frawley goes onto the bench. So it looks like he's going to be the utility cover there for maybe a bit of dummy half, and he's got that half's um, coverage if required. Uh, and Greg Marshall keeps his spot for the Titans. Wasn't he a wrecking ball last week? It'll be interesting to see if he keeps his place when uh, Corey Thompson's fit again. And the pack looks like it is unchanged. And same with the bench, Will Smith, Lasoni, Jolliffe, Proctor. It's a pretty settled Titans team there. And I think they might get the Bickies over um, the Raiders. Uh, let's go Titans. Let's go Titans 24, Raiders 22. Sunday. Hopefully it's a sunny Sunday uh, at uh, Suncorp for the Broncos and the Cowboys. You don't get many day games for the Broncos. And it's great when they do. There are thunderstorms forecast for Sunday afternoon in Brisbane. Uh, for the Broncos, no changes. Uh, and they've had a great start. Um, more their defense than anything. They're actually tackling. They're actually committed in defense, which we haven't seen for a couple of years, and it's really good to see. Uh, for the Cowboys, Mitch Dunn, has done his knee, unfortunately. Reuben Cotter is fit, and he is back in the 17. Um, so I'm really looking forward to watching this game. Uh, two Queensland teams. Traditionally, this has been a great rivalry between these two sides and probably in the last seven or eight years, it's been very even. And we had back, you know, in 15, they made the grand final. In 2016, they were the two best sides for the first half of the year. And, you know, things have gone by the wayside in the last four or five years for the Cowboys and the last couple for the Broncos. But I think the Broncos are uh, turning the page. And I think the Cowboys had a really good win against the Raiders, which will give them a lot of confidence. See how many minutes Tamalolo gets. Uh, see how Nanai goes. Uh, Lukey, I think a lot of people are probably going to trade Lukey out if they've got him, and they might do the switch to uh, Nanai uh, if they don't already have him. Peter Hicku's an option, a couple of strong scores, and he's pretty cheap, 300 and something. What are we going to do with Katani Staggs? He's a hold for me. I just think the prospect of a day game at Suncorp, I can just see him scoring a try or at least setting up one or two. And he wasn't, if he held onto that ball, that tunnel ball from Reynolds last week, he would have got 60-65, and he'd be stoked. Um, so I'd hold on stacks, and that's what I'm going to do. Uh, Palacea has been really strong. Haas, obviously, just a workhorse. And uh, Carrigan's been really good um, since he's come back and playing in there at lock. Uh, I liked what Heathington did off the bench, and Billy Walters is very strong off the bench as well uh, for the Broncos. Give me the Broncos 26-18 in that game. Last game of the round, Seagulls and Bulldogs at Four Pines. Brookvale, let's see if the Seagulls can bounce back. They had a better second half against uh, against the Roosters last week. Still got still got beaten uh, heavily. They lost by 14. Uh, the Dogs had a really good game on Sunday against the Broncos, and uh, they had plenty of opportunities to win that, and they couldn't. Um, just an attack, still a little stifling an attack. Uh, Pangai Jr. goes to an edge. Uh, Thompson's back starting. Uh, Corey Waddell goes to the bench for the Dogs. 
Uh, it'll be good to see how Burton goes. Looking forward to seeing him play again. Looking forward to seeing how Tommy goes. If I was a Tom owner, which I'm not, I would reluctantly sell him. It's just too much money for the underperformance. He's going to lose cash and everything. And he might make that back over time and he might repay you with some really good scores. But at the moment, Manly just haven't shown that they can um, – they just haven't shown anything this year. And they he needs his team to play much better in order for him to play better as well. I'm picking a bounce back this week just because it's their first game at Brookie. They have to play better. Their forwards have to play better. Um, and I'm picking that they will. I don't think they're going to blow out the dogs. I don't think the dogs are that team anymore. Uh, so I'm actually picking a pretty – Pretty a closest game. I'm going to go, or I'm going to go Seagulls 26, Bulldogs 16. Yeah, let's go with that 26 16. And that one, Bullimore's starting again. Let's see how many minutes he's going to play. Um, you've got Davey on the bench there with Paseca, Lawton, and Walker. Uh, so yeah, that'll be it'll be really interesting to see how that goes. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Let's see, we've got a, let's go to a email I received from a reader. This is from uh, Jeremy. Uh, and Jeremy asks, Dear therapist, I had a great start to last year and was at one stage ranked in the 50s. I have to admit, I was pretty cocky and brash with my competition in our head-to-head league at the time and continued to be so, even though my Supercoach team's performance took a turn for the worse and I ended up with a ranking about the same as the population of Tonga. The same pattern is starting to emerge this season as well. What can I do for people to stop calling me the Easter Bunny, as I'd like to be relevant after April? Appreciate any advice you can give. And that's from Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy, look, um, it's one of those things with playing uh, Supercoach and having your head-to-head leagues, and there's some rivalries there, and there's plenty of back and forth and all the rest of it, but... I think it's just about um, conducting yourself with class and grace and a little bit of modesty from time to time. And it appears maybe last year um, you were possibly lacking in that. And I mean, good on you for looking in the mirror and realizing the same thing starting to happen again this year. So good on you for doing that. And I think, um, I think maybe just take a step back. Uh, It's a long season. And I mean, yeah, I mean, you don't want to be, you want to be relevant after April, don't you? Um, you still want to be, um, you know, up there competing uh, come August and uh, uh, into early September. And, um, yeah, so, look, you know what you need to do. Uh, just relax, enjoy the Supercoach experience, uh, and enjoy the head-to-head. Uh, take the wins with grace and um, take the losses on the chin, and uh, you'll have an enjoyable uh, Supercoach year. That's all I can say for you there, mate. Um Rightio. Best bets for this week. And best bets are brought to you by Rocky Road Mortgages. You've got rocks in your head if you don't secure your mortgage with him. Uh, don't forget to use the promo code SC Therapy when you speak with Rocky Road Mortgages to get your repayments looked after by Rocky for the first year. T's and C's apply. Um, such a great offer there by Rocky Roads. And uh, I would be getting in on that one. Now... I'm going to go Sharks 1 to 12 tonight. I'm going to put $20 on that at $2.88. So that's a return of $57.60. Let's get on that. Let's chuck $50 on the Sharks, Panthers, Broncos, and Seagulls all to win. 
paying $4.18. That's a return of $209.27. Let's hop on that. I think Tommy's going to score a try this week, and I think Manly will win. So Tom to score, Manly to win at $1.72. Let's chuck 20 on that. Returns $34.40. And let's put 10 bucks on my eight tips for winners. Let's go the Sharks, the Warriors, the Roosters, the Panthers, the Storm, the Titans, the Broncos, and the Seagulls. Uh, that's paying all up $36.40. So 10 on that for a $364 return. You beauty. Uh, can't go wrong there. That's fantastic. And uh, oh, let's say... Let's have a good let's have a good round, shall we? Let's have a really good round of footy. Really good round of Supercoach. Prices changed this week, so we've got to keep that in mind. Um, is it time to buy the cash cows and sell the duds? I really like the idea of a kick cow. I like the idea of Olakuatu. Josh Curran's a good buy. Hines is a good buy. Taylor May, if you want to go early. Um, yeah, do you want to sell Turbo? Um, good luck to those that don't. I mean, I reckon, I reckon if you keep them, uh, you've got a big advantage over everybody else. And I really, I think that's a huge, a huge call to make. Good luck to everyone who does have that turbo conundrum. And I will talk to everybody on Monday for the review show. Till then, have a great weekend. <laughs>